well, you know, I wouldn't say he's our best person, but he is a person. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of 4.30 in the morning. This is your boy, Ben. And Pat is back as well. Man, it feels great to be back. Yes, it's been a long stretch, but yeah. we are back in the studio. What is it like? I haven't been around in, like, what, two months? It's I think it's been two, over two a month. Two episodes? Over a month since we've been we've been back in the studio, but we're here. Crazy. So. It's been a busy, busy couple months, that's for sure. Anyways, 84. I don't have any players for 84. Do you have anything? The Antonio Brown. Oh, my God. I, for, <laughs> I forgot he existed. <laughs> Um, I do have a couple of football comments, though. Sure. First of all, did you watch the Manti Teo documentary at all? Not yet, but Paige has. She said it's good. Yeah. What's funny is my mother was just texting me about it this morning before I got to the studio. Yeah. So she watched it. She said it was. It made her sad. Like Really? She got kind of broken up about it. I, I did. I'm not going to lie. I did. After watching it, I felt bad for him. Because now, what I can't figure out is he interviewed, Netflix got him to do interviews for this. Mm-hmm. How much did they pay him? Could you imagine having the most humiliating aspect of your life, get a documentary about it, and going up there not that long after and talking about it? You'd, have, like to, giving you'd, like, you'd have to pay me. Giving like authentic like your yeah. feelings. Like He was like pouring his feelings out. Yeah, shit. no shit. So I would have to assume that he got paid pretty well. But I kind of felt bad. Was So whatever they talked about in the documentary, was a lot of this stuff known before? Most of it was, but you didn't get to see everybody's perspective. Okay. Like, you didn't get to see the perspective of the person that conned him. Sure. You didn't get to see his, like, emotional reaction. You didn't get to see his family's reaction back when it was happening. Sure. It just basically the story happened, and then everybody made their own assumptions. Okay. Without really digging into, like, how it all broke down and why it all broke down and what, what kept the whole thing going, basically. So. Well, for him, the documentary was probably more of an opportunity to to set the record straight. To set the record straight, and you do kind of feel bad for him, like, yeah, because it really. I mean, you're he he was a busy guy. He yeah. was just looking for some whatever. You know what I mean? Sure. And obviously, it's really weird. It's really weird what happens with that high profile of a guy. But it did explain, at least it explained to me why he was so bad in that. Remember that national championship game? Yeah, it was terrible. He was so bad in that game. That's like the first time I sat down just to watch Manti Teo play. And I was like, man, this guy is not good. Because he was good. He was, he was one of the... He was easily one of the greatest Notre Dame players of all time. Sure. Like he's probably sits in their top ten, if not their top five, just based on his accolades. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I thought that it was it's it's worth watching. It is worth watching, in my opinion. And it sucks because that I mean things stick with people, and it probably affected his NFL career too. Yeah, and what's crazy is I was looking at his NFL career. It really wasn't as bad as it sounds. He just wasn't a star. Sure. He wasn't the star that he was in college. Now, with a linebacker, especially a slower linebacker, not every defense uses a player like him. That just is how the game is these days. Linebackers need to be fast. He was not the fastest player on the field. So, while he had some spurts where he wasn't that bad, he's never going to fit in on on every team. You know what I mean? Right. So... Anyways, that's my Manti Teo thoughts. Any comments on that? You have to watch no, the documentary. Yeah, I need to watch it. I might watch it at work because can you just like listen to it and get the story? Because um, I don't usually watch anything at work. Yeah, actually, this is probably one that you could. Okay. Now, it is a little bit weird seeing the person that conned him now as opposed to back then. You might want the visual for that at least. But Okay, we'll see. 
Anyways, I got one more quick football comment. Sure. This one's kind of fucked up. Did you hear about the punts god? Yeah. The Bills punter? Yes, I did. Oh, that is a It's a ridiculous story. Because I've been following this guy. I was like, oh my god, this guy's incredible. And then you find out what he did, or what he's alleged of doing, but... Yeah, we don't know the full story yet. The full story. But it, it's looking bad. It looks really, really bad, basically. Yeah. So, obviously, this breaks right when the Bills have a preseason game. Yeah. So what do you do? They already cut their other their other punter. They're like, we're going to go with the punt guy, our rookie punter. And what do you do? You have a preseason game. You have this guy coming out with really, really, really bad allegations. And when you look into what happened, he admitted to a lot of it. Sure. And even if what he admitted to was true, which it probably is, it's still really bad. Like, he's not admitting to all the bad details as to what happened, but... It's it doesn't look good for this guy. He looks he makes it makes him look like a really bad person. So what what can what does the team do with this being out in the media? You can't put him out there, right? Right. So after some debate, they decided they're not going to put him out there. He showed up to the game, but they didn't put him out there on the field. Which to me, that's probably the right choice. Probably the best move because you put him out there, you're just exposing the team and him to just chaos, basically. Yep. So you know who who they had out there instead because they did not have another puncher. Right. They had Matt Barkley go out there. <laughs> Matt Barkley had. Four punts in that game. Now, Matt Barkley is a backup quarterback, a career backup. You, you, he went to USC. Yeah. He was supposed yeah. to be really good, but then he kind of faded away. Yeah. But he's still in the league. He had four yeah, punts. He's old now. He had four punts for 160 yards, including a 53 yard bomb. That's that, not bad. And he pinned the team inside the tent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that <laughs> might not be punted. Uh, might be his new role. So, anyways, uh, it might be because they cut. They ended up cutting cutting the punt god uh, yesterday. That's funny. Yeah, they heard of him. So yeah, you know, like in that situation, what the hell are you gonna do? I I would release him too. Yeah, I mean, you at can. that point. But what's what's terrible is they had a they had an incumbent like a veteran who was their guy for a long time. They cut his ass. He already got picked up by the Colts or somebody. Mm-hmm. So they don't have anybody. Yeah. They just fucked up their punter situation. So, anyways. Well, they, they still have time, though, to probably get one. They, I think they got two weeks. I'm they'll, sure they'll, they'll find somebody. But Yeah. Anyways. Are you ready for the news stories, though? Do it. How many you got today, sir? I think I have three. I think I got three as well. I can guarantee you we probably have at least one of the same. Probably. First one's from our favorite UPI News. Uh-oh. Tai Zhu holds escape drill with employee in ostrich costume. <laughs> this is one of mine. This is, this <laughs> August one, 26th. I was reading this one and I was just <laughs> laughing out loud. So let's get into it. A Tai Zhu's escape to animal drill is going viral after photos and videos emerge showing a zoo employee in an ostrich costume fleeing from keepers. The Chiang Mao Zoo posted photos to Facebook showing the employee dressed in an ostrich costume and makeup being chased through the facility's Africa zone by zookeepers after simulating an escape from the zone's show area. Video shows employees and onlookers as the man mimics (laughs) the movements of the flightless bird while evading zookeepers bearing nets. (laughs) Do you imagine watching this? Facebook post said the drill was designed to build readiness, enabling real situation management, and to prepare measures for when animals escape. Now, with that story, we've talked about... That is about, really funny. We've talked about so many animal escapes, so at least they're being, I, I they're could, being proactive. <laughs> at least they're starting to figure out how to, you know... Do some of do, this. Do something, because I feel like in the past we have talked about animals somewhere in Thailand escaping. We've talked about animals across it, the world escaping. Especially in just that region. Yeah, China. China, especially. Thailand, yeah. fucking Japan, I think we've brought up maybe once. Like, they need to get their shit together when it comes to yeah, keeping for sure. these animals. Now, what, I mean, 
this is a zoo, so this is like a public. Usually, they're a public institution. the The bosses there were like, "We need to come up with a plan." <laughs> and their best idea was, "We're gonna have a guy dress, dress up as an ostrich <laughs> to simulate this whole thing." But the issue with that is, a guy can never run as fast as an ostrich. No, he might but, be a little bit smarter. I guess ostriches are some of the dumbest animals out there. Not, why? But, why couldn't they done this like? not during operation hours, and used a real ostrich in, like, a contained way to simulate well, an escape. See, the most dangerous escapes are going to be during operational hours. So they got, I, think, I think they got that right. Yeah, Could you? <laughs> but you can't risk that. No, like, no zoo would risk that during operational hours. With a live animal, but this is not a live animal. It's the guy dressed up as an you ostrich. Can use... <laughs> what did he look like? Did you watch the video? I think there's a no, video. I gotta I, find the video. I didn't watch the video. Anyways, yeah, there's no way they could. There's no way they could perfectly simulate uh, with like dude doing it. There's no way. I uh, at least they're trying. Yeah, we're gonna have to follow up on this one. And yeah, see, we uh, are. See the video or something. But. That was a good one. Yeah, that was. That's one I brought as well. I thought that was that when I was reading that, I was just sitting at my computer laughing. <laughs> Anyways, I got another one from our favorite UPI Odd News. Let's hear it. Deer wanders into Dollar General store in Michigan. A surprise shopper at a Dollar General store in Michigan captured video of an unusual fellow customer browsing the aisles. A deer. Connie McGinnis said she was at the Dollar General in Jackson when she heard a ruckus behind her. I was shopping and I heard a commotion coming from the front of the store, McGinnis told them live. I heard people calling out, Oh no! McGinnis turned around and saw a deer coming down the aisle towards her. I was stunned for a quick minute, then got out my phone, McGinnis said. McGinnis recorded the video with her phone and posted the footage to Facebook. Jackson County Animal Control officers were called to the store to escort the doe back outside. It seemed as scared as we were, but it didn't run around or seem upset, McGinnis said. Now, deer, deers, they kind of, deer. Deer, yeah. They're kind of like associating with humans more these days. Yeah, for sure. So this deer's like walked into the fucking store. (laughs) This is like not that far from here. It's like Elfin, Michigan. We probably probably need to find some food. Maybe they have they're having issues with that over there. Yeah, Jackson County though. That's not that's like hop, skip, and a jump. I think yeah. I was in Jackson County last week. I've, I've been there. I think I was there last week. Honestly. Yeah. I, at least I drove through it. So yeah, I just think it's kind of funny. It's hilarious. I mean, could you imagine? You're just going to the store. You're going to the store looking for See, dollar goods. Now, normally when you walk into you know Family Dollars, Dollar Generals, Dollar Tree, there's always somebody at the cash register. Sure. Most of the time. Sometimes not when it's not busy. But it's usually like right inside. Right there. There's usually a bell or something. Like, how did this thing walk in without being noticed? Do Dollar Generals have automatic doors? They have to. Not the the one by me. That one doesn't have automatic doors? No. I don't know if they do. I guess it depends on what what the store was before it became a Dollar General. Because I know it's a Dollar General. They always move in. They move into existence, yeah. So, I really don't. I'm assuming it has to have automatic doors because if not, <laughs> the deer either opened the door or somebody held the door or open for it. it. Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, how did it walk in without being noticed? I don't know, but I think it's a, it's kind of a that, funny news that's, story. That's hilarious. That was a good one. Anyways, what else you got today, sir? So, I think I'm just going to do one more because sure. the one I had before was from a long time ago. So, I don't think it's relevant. That's fine. Okay, I saw this one today. This is from August 26th. From Unilad. Uh-oh. Fan is selling Billie Eilish's air for over $10,000 after attending her concert. Oh, my God. This is... I've heard about some ridiculous shit. This is probably the most ridiculous one that I've heard of. 
While most of us make do with a standard t-shirt or poster, this fan from Singapore opted for a slightly unusual souvenir by filling a pl small plastic bed with air from the gig. The anonymous seller listed the item on Carousel, where they described it as very rare and deemed it highly valuable enough to be sold for a breathtaking sum of 15,000 Singapore dollars, which is about 10,805 US dollars. The seller promised that the item would be kept in an airtight container upon dealing upon dealing to prevent leaking, which is good, otherwise you'd be paying for an empty plastic bag as opposed to an empty plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> The item's description explained, I stood at the very front and managed to get her air in the plastic when she screamed her lungs out during the concert. For those who missed the concert, you can buy this. Very rare air. Alongside shots of the item for sale on display, the seller also attempted to provide a bit of authenticity by including a snap of Eilish on stage taken at the concert in Singapore on August the 21st. This is absolutely ridiculous. Leave it up to Singapore to come up with some con <laughs> like this. This is uh, this is what it looks like. Oh, that that's the stupidest thing. The it's like a, what, a jar with a bag in it. Like, did you really think anybody would buy this? Somebody probably would. <sighs> now, are you a Billie Eilish fan? Not really. I don't know. I she got a few good songs. We call her William Eyelash in my in my family. See, the problem is is the. The, the the radio ruined Billie Eilish for me. I don't listen to the radio very often. Sure. But every single time I turn on the radio for like a year straight, all I heard was that Billie Eilish song like, Hey, huh, hey, huh, huh, hey, huh, I'm a hey, bad yeah, guy. That, I, got, doo -doo, doo -doo -doo -doo. I got so fucking sick of that song. That's a good song. I'm just like, bruh. Y'all gotta play something else. I can't get sick of that song. I'm sorry. There are some I, like rock covers, like heavy metal covers of that. Sure, I'm sure that's cool. It's pretty good. But you gotta play something else. I got so tired of it. Josh became famous because her and her brother was making YouTube videos, and he's like a music producer. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. It's crazy. Anyways, is that all you got with that one? That's it. Go ahead. I wonder. We have to keep up with that and see if uh, if it's gonna sell. I think it, I think the listening was taken down. Really? Yeah. That's, that's it was a really funny. long. It was unnecessarily a very long article. <laughs> I wasn't going to get into it anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I think the listeners appreciate that. Yeah. I got one more real quick one. This one's from Yahoo.com. This one's kind of funny. Woman charged $6,200 by a rental car firm claiming she drove 23,000 miles in three days. <laughs> uh. A woman says a rental car... Charged her eight thousand Canadian dollars, around sixty-two hundred U.S., after claiming she'd driven nearly twenty-three thousand miles in the span of just three days. Vancouver woman Giovanni Bonifaci told CTV News that she had been in Toronto to help her daughter settle in at a university and drove about three hundred miles in a rental car hired from Avis at Toronto's International Airport. Miss Bonifaci said she'd visited Kitchener, about ninety miles from Toronto, with her mother-in-law during the three-day trip, but had driven nowhere else while in Canadian's largest. Canada's largest city. Upon returning her rental car, Avis allegedly billed Miss Bonifaci $8,000 for putting 23,000 miles on the vehicle. Jeez. About the distance of driving from Toronto to Cape Town, South Africa three times. Isn't that almost the entire almost circumference the, yeah, of the... almost the entire circumference <laughs> of the, the world. world. <laughs> the globe's circumference in comparison is 24,850 miles. <laughs> Meaning Avis had also suggested that Miss Bonifaci had driven nearly a complete lap of the world. 
in the span of 72 hours. Just stop right there real quick, okay? If I was the employee and I read that on the paper, I would not even present this to the person, to the customer. I would immediately think something was wrong. I, I just, I, I don't even know. So it gets, it's crazier. Miss Bonifaci had already checked into a flight bound for Europe when she noticed the charge. And she only noticed this because she looked at her credit card statement. Yeah, no If she didn't shit. do that, she wouldn't have known. And told CTV News that she spent the following hours and days phoning Avis to complain, but to no avail. The first thing I wanted to do was actually go back through security and just walk to the counter, she said, upon seeing her bank statement. But I wouldn't have had the time to do that because the security lines were really long. After landing in Paris... She tried phoning Avis again, but still struggled to get an answer and said, it was just ringing and ringing and no one was answering. <laughs> it was really frustrating just trying to get somebody. Avis, which Miss Bonifaci said, didn't seem to really get what my issue was, eventually apologized and promised to refund the extra charges after she alerted news media to the situation, the report said. Overall, it was not good customer service, Miss Bonifaci added. No shit. The most frustrating thing was not getting through the customer service in any kind of timely way. Could you fucking imagine that? Dude, I would shit my I would shit my pants if I saw an eight thousand dollar charge on on my credit card. They were just like, Yep, twenty three thousand miles. Okay, <laughs> like, what let's do that real quick. So twenty three thousand miles, what is that? Seventy two hours? Like who looked at that and said that this was correct? She would have had to have been driving. <laughs> For that to be logistically possible, she would have had to have been consistently driving 319 miles an hour during the entire time. <laughs> what kind of car did she rent? It didn't say that, but this, I'm assuming this not had to, This had to have been a jet. But she would have had been going 319 miles an hour without stopping oh, over really? 72 hours to actually drive that. And they were just like, yep, business as usual. This is completely a rational thing. Wow, good good, good day for us today, guys. Anyways, I guess that leads in perfectly to our main topic. Do you have any more news? Nope, that's it. This leads in perfectly to our main topic. This is 100% Pat's episode. This, this, is ben, this is probably Ben's episode. I'm assuming he probably has a little bit more than I do. We're oh. going to be talking about glitches in the Matrix. Yes, glitches in the Matrix. Pat, what is the Matrix? Well, if you haven't seen the 1999 movie, The Matrix, mm-hmm. basically, have you ever seen the movie? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I don't like it. The very first one was good. Every one of them after that can... It kind of got progressively worse. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of The Matrix. I've seen it once. I thought it was a great movie. It's interesting. It's interesting. It doesn't... It's not one that I have to, like, rewatch, I guess. But, basically, the movie... The premise of the movie is that uh, Keanu Reeves discovers that he's living in a simulation, basically. And it's, like, Lawrence Fishburne's, like, the god of, like, understanding, basically, what's really going on. Yep. And then you got Trinity... And then you got uh, L. Ron's running around. He's the bad guy, I think. Yep. So that's basically Mr. the premise Mr. of the movie. Mr. Smith. That's basically the premise of the movie. But basically, the glitch in the Matrix is a hypothetical concept where maybe we live in a simulation. Yep. And there's lots and lots and lots of people that have had lots and lots and lots of different experiences where it's like their perception of reality like changes a little bit. Yeah. And they call it a glitch in the Matrix. Now... What's weird about the glitch in the Matrix, honestly, is this idea can be used to explain a whole bunch of shit. Like UFOs could be glitches in the Matrix. Aliens could be glitches in the Matrix. Ghosts. Yep. Bigfoot even could theoretically be a glitch in the Matrix. Yep. So I got a couple of quick stories. I'm not going to get too crazy into the stories, but I just got like ideas about it. Sure. So if you want to get started with some stories, I'll give you some comments on that if you don't mind. Sure. I'll, I'll get rolling into this first one. So again, like I told you earlier, my first three are from our like Reddit stories. Yeah, that's what mine are too. So, so I don't know how credible or how real these stories are. 
And most of these, I don't even. We don't know their identities. We don't even know the identities of these people. Yeah, Reddit. It's pretty good to to kind of comment anonymously on. So I've been reading the subreddit called Glitch in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. I've just been kind of like sifting through it, just kind of getting an idea as to what people say and what the ideas are for sure about the concept. So go ahead and get into this one. This will be so good. I called this story unexplainable car. You have this story? No. Good. So like I said, we don't know the identity of this person sure. or the sex. Or anything like that. We don't know that. All we know is that this person was an EMT and he was off duty at the time. Okay. I'm saying he, but I don't know. So anyway, the EMT person was driving home during a storm and it was daytime. And they noticed that a side road that goes up to like a country, like golf club or whatever, it was barricaded off with like flashing barricades. Sure. Couldn't go up this road. And while this person... Notice this. They also see a Mercedes-Benz car sitting on the other side of the barricades. So somehow this this car got on the other side of the barricades of this closed-off road. Sure. Now, since this person is an EMT, naturally, they want to go look to see if somebody needs help. So they walk up to the car and see if anyone needs help. And they flash their flashlight in there, and they tap on the glass. And the EMT first looks in the back seat. In the back seat, they see a person like kind of slumped over looking like they're sleeping so they're kind of like ah maybe i got a car full of drunks here sure i don't really know so the empty moves to the front window again taps on the glass shines a light in there and the driver is sitting straight up looking straight ahead eyes wide not moving hands on the wheel just not making a sound not flinching not moving nothing just sitting there like a statue eyes wide open looking forward sure kind of weird and the person in the passenger seat was slumped over into the dash. So she's kind of freaked out by this. So she steps away. She, the EMT, the EMT steps away yeah. steps away from the car to call the sheriff to bring up a squad to check these people out. And as she was talking on the phone, we'll just say she, the hell with it, because I can't sure. just... <laughs> we'll be progressive today. We'll be Yes, we will be progressive. <laughs> While she was walking towards the car, she was talking on the phone, and the sheriff was like, get the license plate number so we can run this while you know we're on the way up or whatever. So as she turns to go check the license plate number, a truck comes up from this closed off road. And I think it, from what they described in the story, it kind of stops there. And the EMT goes around the truck to get the picture of the car because it kind of stopped right in front of it, kind of. Sure. The car was gone. Really? It completely vanished. Wow. And they talked to the truck driver and they said that there was an 80 foot tree that went down on the road and it was probably going to be closed for the next day. So there was nowhere to go for the car. Like, there was nowhere for the car to go. That's crazy. And the car completely vanished, and there's no, there's no idea where it went. That's and, and there was nowhere for it to go. It couldn't go backwards, couldn't go forwards. They don't even know how the car got on the other side of the barricade. I got an explanation for you. Aliens. There's a glitch in the Matrix. That's what I'm saying. Reddit name was Mark of Shame. Mark so. of Shame? Yes. <laughs> I wonder what else Mark of Shame posts on Reddit. I don't know. It's probably but, like anything good. <clears throat> well, what made this... What I thought was a little more reputable was it was on a different website, and then it had the link to the Reddit page sure. for where this was on. So sure. Now, that's an interesting one. Now, yeah, I've, I thought that was crazy. I've heard a story or a concept associated with Glitch in the Matrix that was called like a time slip, mm-hmm. where it's like something happened in a certain spot, but at a different time, and somehow it slips back into that time. Yeah, it's crazy. So I wonder if maybe that's what was going on with this one. Because yeah. that's kind of what I'm going to get at with my stories is kind of the time slip idea where somebody sees something that would have been there at one point but shouldn't be there right now. How weird is that, though? It, it is a, That's a really weird story. And you got multiple witnesses. The ones that kill me are the ones with multiple witnesses. Right. Where people, and you got the, I'm assuming you got 
multiple people. Yeah, the, the police and the EMT seeing right. the same thing, basically. Well, the police didn't see it, but... Well, some was it, was it just the EMT? Yeah. Oh, well, still. Still. Like, still, I mean... Unbelievable story. Vivid descriptions. It's yes, weird... it was very detailed. Like, it was it was a good story. So, yeah, I mean, the one I got, I guess it was kind of similar. I saw this one on Reddit. I didn't cite the name, but this is kind of like a, like an, like a... It's a popular story, I guess, basically. Sure. But um, with this one, it was... Basically, a husband and a wife. The husband worked out of the house, and the wife worked at home. So, like, right inside the front door was her, like, her work desk where she worked. Mm-hmm. So, every day when the husband would come home, he'd see his wife sitting there at the desk. No I, saw I, was gonna saw t- I was going to this one. I was going to talk about it. And then I forget what the hell was going on. They were out and about or something, but it was, like, during the time when he would come home normally. Yeah. Except they were both together, out and about. Right. They come home. Husband opens the door. And then he sees her sitting down working at the desk. Unreal. Like every other day, except she was standing right next to him. So how could she be in two places at the same time? The worst part about the story is that she also also saw saw herself sitting at the desk. Isn't that crazy? That is so crazy. Like, there's no way to explain it. And that's kind of just like a theme, I guess, for the Glitch in the Matrix story. That's kind of like to give people a really good idea as to what this type of phenomenon is like. It's weird. So I wonder if maybe they just slipped into a different dimension. Time well, a timeline or dimension or whatever. Whatever. Could be. See, we don't really know what the difference between a, a timeline and a dimension is. It could be the same thing basically. Maybe different dimensions basically. are just different. Maybe that's how time travel works. Is that how string theory works? I really don't know. I don't know. But it's crazy. It's crazy <laughs> that they both saw it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, and it's a it's weird incredible. it's a weird little story, but God, the, did, like do you want to see something like that? Like do you want to experience something like that? I don't know. See, I haven't actually I'm trying to think. I've had a couple of weird I've had, I've had like deja vu moments. I, I get deja in, vu in my life. often. I guess my personal closest thing to a glitch in the matrix is I don't know about you, but I don't keep change at home like at all. Mm-hmm. Like I very rarely use cash these days, and when I do, all the change goes to one spot, and there's no room for like a coin to to like not be where it's supposed to be. And obviously, my house is relatively new; it was empty when I moved in, so it's not like there's junk laying around. There's just what I brought in, basically. Right. And the one day I woke up, and there was like a penny stuck to my back. I'm like, where the hell could this have come from? It was the strangest thing of all time. That's weird. And uh, that's like the closest thing I've had to a glitch in the Matrix, though. I have literally, I have lost things that I knew where where they were. 100%. Sure. Like, that. those are probably my glitch in the Matrix moments. I guess I did have something similar where uh, I was looking for my work belt. And I always put it in like one or two different places. Usually it's sitting on a chair upstairs somewhere. And I tore through the entire house, couldn't find it couldn't find it and the first place i check is the place where i usually put it and i got back upstairs and i just kind of glanced to the side it was sitting right where it was supposed to be the entire time unreal so maybe that's a glitch in the matrix i don't know <laughs> and would you have any more stories yeah i got a couple more so i called this one apparating woman this one is again from reddit so this person was waiting for a sky train in their city and they worked in the city and it was about 15 minute train ride from where they needed to get off What's a sky train? Like an elevated train? I'm assuming. I haven't heard of that one before. I'm not. Uh, you're, you, you've been to Detroit? Yeah, they got the... Uh... Detroit People Mover? Yeah. That's kind of what I feel like it is. Okay. okay. I, I don't know if that's correct. Right. But So as she's waiting, there's this woman walking around. And she's like, kind of looks homeless, I guess, and asking people for money. And this woman, her eyes were really distinct. They were like super glazed. Okay. Sure. And the woman eventually walks up to this person who's t- telling the story, and this woman asks for money. And the person obliged, and then the train pulls up, and they walk down the train. So around 15 minutes later, the train arrives, 
and the person gets off and goes right to the bus stop at the station. Now, there's only one bus that goes in the direction that this person needs to go to get home. Sure. There's only one bus in one direction, so there's no other route. No other bus goes this route. So they hop on it, and away it goes. About five minutes or so after, the bus makes a routine stop. The door is open. And to the person's astonishment, the woman from the SkyTrain platform walks onto the bus. Now, as she left on that train, she literally looked out the window and saw the old woman on the platform still asking other people for money as she's leaving on the train. Sure. Now, here's an actual quote from the uh, from the Reddit itself. Oh, yeah. I, I, I skipped a couple of things. Now, she asked the woman for money, I mean the person for money, to buy roses. Okay. Sure. Just keep that in mind. And now she walked on the bus at the routine stop with a dozen roses in her hand. Really? Yes. So, like, how the hell did she get there? This person said... I took the train before her. I watched her at the train stop from inside as we pull away. I went over a river. I caught the first and only bus going this particular direction. And not only did she beat me there, she had time to go to the store and buy a dozen eggs. Wow. So That's ridiculous. How is that possible? How did the, the lady get there? I, I don't know. And get the roses. I... <laughs> I don't know, but I'm not going to lie, that reminded That's me. That's pretty crazy. That reminded me, though, of another glitch in the Matrix I experienced. Yeah? Back when me and Sim were little, um, my aunt and uncle needed help. We would routinely go over to their house during the summer and just do jobs, just like whatever they needed. And they were having, they, they were cleaning out their basement. So me and Sim got roped in. We were like, I was like 11, 10 or 11. Tim was like 9 or 10. And then my other uncle picked us up and brought us over there, so... Uh, two of my uncles, my aunt, and me and Tim were just working, just going crazy, trying to clean all this shit up. But when my first uncle picked us up in the early morning, we pull out onto the main street and we see this guy with like a zebra, it's like a, <laughs> it's a ridiculous like a zebra striped shirt or something. This is a very distinct looking guy. Like you're not going to mistake this guy for anybody else. Right. And we see him walking down the main street. I was like, okay, that's a weird looking guy. Enough to make you get a comment. Like, look at that guy's shirt basically. Sure. So we go to my aunt and uncle's house. We're working for a while. Eventually, for some reason, we had to do, we had to run downtown for, I can't remember why. But we ended up by the courthouse and standing on the corner, that guy again. It's like, <laughs> we just saw this guy by my house. What's he doing down at the courthouse so quickly? You know what I mean? How the hell did he get there? So then we go back to the house we're working. And then it got to the point where it's like we got a whole bunch of garbage we had to get rid of. So we had to go to the dump. So we go to the dump. Like, guys, by the dump. <laughs> <laughs> Are you shitting me? So it's like we saw it like three times. And then we were driving around. And we ended up, just for fun, I think one of the new bridges just like just opened up. And we were kind of in the area, and my one uncle was like, hey, you guys want to go over the bridge real quick just for fun? <laughs> so we went over the bridge to the east side. There's that guy. <laughs> no way. That's crazy. And by that point, he was waving at us. We were just like, and he saw you guys like he, every time? He recognized us eventually. And was just like, Unreal. He, he probably thought you guys were following him. We, we, it was just it was just a really weird that just is a really weird. weird day but I got like three witnesses that saw it what, are the, what that, are the chances of that yeah it was it was funny That's I never hilarious. did see the guy again but <laughs> but it's like he was wearing that ridiculous like that black and white like a zebra like, yeah. like a referee shirt but not really yeah it's not the kind of shirt you just see somebody wearing around so anyway I'm sorry that's hilarious but no that story is that's a good one I can't wait to go back and listen to that one yeah, that was good. Anyways, you got any more stories? Yeah, I got two more. All right, I'll do one real quick. Sure. This one, I'm, I'm going to summarize it. This one came from Reddit. Reddit user, I have butterflies, but with two S's at the end. 
Sure. Um, this one's a new one. This one was just posted within the last couple of days, and I've been keeping track of that Reddit, like what's been posted new. So I saw this one when it just got posted. I was like, this is kind of a weird story. And since then, it's really taken off. It's like the most popular story on the subreddit right now, at least. No shit. And it's titled, We Saw dot 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 a dinosaur and basically this guy and his wife were at a national wildlife refuge where they were walking their dogs and they were driving in their car and they saw an animal walk basically right in front of their car a small-ish animal they were thinking like a pheasant or a big bird or something was there was their initial thought when you see something going across sure but when they looked at this animal it didn't have a beak it didn't have feathers but it walked kind of birdish mm-hmm. and when they started describing what they saw to each other, it was like two feet long, it had like a really long tail, no feathers, and it was brown. Hmm. And when they were going crazy, they were digging into it. They were like, like, what the hell did we just see? It wasn't a bird. It was a dinosaur is what they saw. <laughs> like a little, like a little. Like a little raptor or something? Yeah. Well, it, I think they called it a, there was an actual dinosaur out there. Like, it looked like, like, a, okay. like a little, like a raptor kind of, but not really. They were, like, looking at, like, different lizards. Maybe it was a lizard, like an iguana, but it, was, it wasn't in the spot where you'd see any of those. Now, was it running on, like, hind legs? Yeah. Okay. I do have something to say about that. Oh, what do you got? I literally saw this in Mexico. Paige and I literally saw lizards running on their hind legs. Like, yeah, it's okay. the funniest. It. It's the yeah. funniest looking shit ever. I've seen that on, like, the nature <laughs> shows before. Yeah. So, like, I'm not discrediting their, their story or anything. I'm just saying I... I have seen that before. Sure. And it looks really funny. That's, it sounds like it's a little bit bigger of a... A little bigger? Okay. I don't know if iguanas walk on their hind legs or not. I don't think so. But lizards do. And I mean, this guy, they're, the husband and wife are sitting there, and the best explanation that they have outside of a glitch in the Matrix is that somehow this species of dinosaur just survived every extinction <laughs> attempt ever, and it's still running around out there at this refuge. That's crazy. Now, what's crazy about that one, though, and the one that really kind of got me going was um, a, a different user called Age of Capricorn 83 commented, there's a series of books called The Hunted Liverpool by Tom Slemon, who is the guy that would collect stories and whatnot. He would collect eyewitnesses, sightings of weird events in Liverpool, which is in England, and he published them periodically. So they'd be like, oh, pick up the latest copy of this book or whatever. One story was about a load of people at a beach seeing a huge brontosaurus-type dinosaur. The general consensus was that it was a time slip. Some, somehow either the Liverpoodlians, I guess that's what they call Liverpool people, Liverpoodlians, hmm. either they temporarily slipped into prehistoric times or the dinosaur slipped into modern times. But there's a ton of witnesses for this event. Now, I couldn't find anything more about this event. i got to get this copy of this book just so I can read about it. Sure. But I wonder if that's like a real thing. Like somehow this creature some way accidentally stumbled on the wrong block basically. And just popped up. Because you hear about this type of shit. You hear about I people seeing like I guess a, it's true. Maybe Lake Loch Ness is a time slip. So Nessie isn't actually there, but it slips into our reality a lot. Now, does this necessarily mean simulation? Why can't it just be natural? I guess not necessarily, but... I don't know. I don't know. No, you're right about that. I kind of don't think it's the simulation necessarily. I think it is. It's like just an interdimensional just, plane just like bumping into I'm each saying. other. Yeah. Maybe the Bermuda Triangle is like a high contact point between our plane and. Because you think about it, you think about it like a like. So let's say two basketballs are going to collide into each other. There's a point where there's going to be the most contact. Mm-hmm. Maybe for our plane, the Bermuda Triangle is the point where there's the most contact. Or that place where there's like no gravity. It's out west somewhere. Really? Yeah. I read about it. I showed Paige. Uh, is it like in Washington? No uh, gravity? I can't, I can't remember. I haven't heard of this place before. It's, it's uh, yeah, and like the Native Americans don't go over there. They, they like, they're saying it's like evil land or something like that. You go to this house and you roll 
like there's like a ramp and the bowl the ball rolls up it. It's oh my un- god, it's that's unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah, you gotta look it up. I can't remember what the house is called, but you literally can stand on a table and like fall off it, and you will just like hover there. There's like no gravity. I gotta look this place up. Yeah, what, you, do you have know what to. it's called. I'm trying to think of it. Well, uh, let me let me look it up real fast. I can always look it up after. But yeah, if the Native Americans say don't go somewhere, there's probably like a really good reason why, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, for real. Mystery, I think it's called the Mystery House or... Winchester Mystery House? Anti-Gravity House. I gotta look that shit up. There might be a couple. I don't know, but there's weird spots um, out west. Sure. Where, I don't know if it's just like the... The electromagnet, you know, whatever, or the fucking earth or whatever, comes at a certain point in, in certain areas, and there's just, like, no gravity in certain spots. It's crazy. That shit's nuts. Yeah, you gotta look it up. I gotta look that up. Yeah. But that's kind of, like, my idea. Like, kind of, like, there's, yeah. like, weird places where, like, we call it, like, like, a different dimension comes in close contact with our dimension. Yeah. Maybe Skinwalker Ranch is one of those places. Could be, definitely. Maybe your house just happens to be one Possibly. of those places. I mean. <laughs> Literally. So that's kind of an explanation that I have in terms of that. But I guess it also doesn't really explain, like, like with these dinosaurs popping up. Maybe the dinosaurs were there at one point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there, for a lot of this, there has to be something that was there. And it kind of explains, like, a haunting, too. Because, true. like, if your house is haunted by somebody that died there, they were there at the place. Right. So maybe somehow they're playing just something happened to them where they're, like, gravitated towards that physical place, basically. Right. So I don't know. But makes sense. Anyways, I, this is a really like we could go crazy with this topic and I wish I had yeah. a little bit more stories, but it's a fun topic. Uh, do you have any more stories? I have two, but I can make them quick. All right. That sounds good. They're quick. So this one is about a parking lot. Sure. So a dude and his girlfriend went to Chipotle for dinner. Okay. Now this Chipotle was in like a small shopping mall with maybe two other establishments. That's most Chipotles are. Right. They pulled to the parking lot and it was 5 p.m. So this is prime dinner time, right? Sure. Only to find the parking lot completely empty. It's not a car, not a person in sight. There's no tables outside. No one's eating. The lights look to be off on the inside of the buildings. So they're thinking it was kind of weird. So they were like, all right, I guess we'll just leave. This place doesn't look open. So they go around the back to kind of just turn around and leave. And they see a fire truck on the side of the building. There's no emergency lights on, but just its headlights. It didn't seem like anybody was in the truck. They were like, weird, maybe there was a fire or something. Maybe that's why it's empty or whatever. I don't sure. Know. So they go around the building, and they pass, like, the facade of the front, but instead, this time, when after they've come around, the entire parking lot is full of cars. There's people. There's people eating at the tables. That gives food, me chills. Food half-eaten, and there's no fire truck. The fire truck was gone. That gives me chills. That's crazy. That's the most unbelievable thing. And and the whole the whole process took about thirty seconds. It took them thirty seconds to go around the building. That's insanity. I I don't know what to say. Reddit name was G Balin, J E B A L O N. So yeah, totally unexplainable. You hear a lot of those stories. And that reminds me of another story. This one wasn't <laughs> me though. This one was my parents. They were going on vacation somewhere before I was born. I think it was, but wherever they were going, they were passing through Geneva, Ohio. I don't know if you've heard of that city. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they decided that they were going to spend the night in Geneva, Ohio. And I can't remember all the details. All I remember is that they went to the hotel. There was nobody there. It was just like it was like it was like Geneva. It was like the entire city was a ghost town. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the. And I gotta get my mom on the show one time to talk about this probably. But sure. 
I can't remember all the details, but it's like somebody was like staring at them on the parking lot, but no one was talking to them. Weird. So they go to the hotel, no one's there, so obviously they don't stay around. They they left. They're like, it's time to eat. They go to a Wendy's. They walk in, and there's no customers, and there's only one kid working behind the counter, but he's mopping. He's not really working. He's just mopping and staring at them. (laughs) (laughs) What? So obviously he wasn't taking any orders or anything. And it was like again, it's like in normal business hours. Weird. Just mopping and staring. And I think they just left the city there like Yeah, I would too. It was just like they said it was like the weirdest thing. That's weird as shit, man. So then So then on their way back, they stopped in the Geneva again. I guess it was just like completely normal. It's like none of the weird shit was going on. So Seriously? Yeah. That is a glitch in the matrix. I think it is. That's what that's that's what your story just reminded that's me. That's crazy. Of, so Anyways, do you have any more? Yeah, I got one more real quick. Uh, there was this family. They went out road trip, and they stayed at a hotel for a night. And the person telling the story said their room was nothing more than two beds, a restroom, big-ass mirror across from the beds. Everyone went to sleep but me. Stayed up uh, till about 2 a.m. playing like a, a game on their phone or whatever. And when they woke up, the entire room was different. There were, like, two separate bedrooms. There were, like, three beds, and I guess this person was the only one that noticed. The rest of the family didn't notice it at all. That's crazy. They felt like they were in that room the whole time. But that's something, like, that's something you know. You walk into a room, you know what it looks like. Sure. Like, you, like hotel hotel rooms are pretty simple. Yeah. You know? It just changed overnight. That's crazy. You hear, those, you hear those stories, though. You hear stories like that. That shit's crazy. Like, the one that I read real quick, it's like, the the one guy had a neighbor, and it's like, there was like a married couple next door, whatever, and it's like, the wife was like a little blonde woman named, she had like a distinct name, like Serena or something weird, and it's like, one day, the woman who was exact same personality, same name, everything, the husband was the same, but she was like a big Hawaiian woman or something, just like, <laughs> she completely changed, but Unreal. it was like, nothing else changed about her, it was just like, all of a sudden, she's just completely different you hear about that type of shit. right so i don't know i thought that was a great that was a great yeah that was an awesome topic great conversation anyways any more comments on the glitches in the matrix nope that's all i got if you have ever experienced a glitch in the matrix please tweet us on at at 30 in the yes comment on our facebook page. and comment on our facebook page we're not getting much on facebook but we gotta get back into it yeah we, we gotta, gotta get, get back into the swing of things yeah we're, we're, we'll get there i hope you guys listen to episode number 83 the episode with timmy yeah, shout out to Tim. He did a great job. I thought he did a really good job. Thank you, Tim, for coming on. We really appreciated it. I thought it wasn't a bad episode. Yeah, we got to bring Tim on yeah, more we gotta, often. We got to get him back on. Anyways, um, it's about time to get out of here, though. So you got any more comments, Ben? Nope, that's it for me. Yeah, I got I to gotta get outside. I bought these big-ass loppers. Nice. Like You know how you go to the Home Depot and it's like good, better, best options? I bought yep. the fucking biggest baddest lappers i ever got hell so. yeah you're gonna chomp some shit down yeah they're pretty good but i gotta get out there get some yard work done so there any more comments go. nope that's it all right thank you guys very much for listening peace simulating an escape from the zoos show from the zones show area video shows employees and onlookers cut Video shows employees and onlookers. God damn it. (laughs) Rusty. Yeah, yeah. Video shows employees and onlookers laughing as the main, as the man mimics (laughs) the movements of the flightless bird while evading zookeepers bearing nets. (laughs) Do you imagine watching this? Connie McGinnis said she was at the Dollar General in Jackson. 
when she heard a ruckus behind her. I was shopping and I heard a commotion coming from the front of the store, McGinnis told M Live. I heard people calling out, oh no. McGinnis turned around and saw a beer coming down, a, a were, deer. Were they British? Why'd you Con- say it like that? I, Connie McGinnis, it's a Scottish name. You're like, oh I, no. I, I don't know, dude. I'm They're, sorry. I, Cut. No, that, that's I apologize. That's funny. Well, let me try this again. I was shopping, and I heard a commotion coming from the front of the store, McGinnis told them live. I heard people calling out, Oh, no! McGinnis turned around and saw a deer coming down the aisle towards her. I was stunned for a quick minute. We went to this aquarium. There you go. And it was fucking $35 a person. Hudson was like, Hudson was like $11 or something. And... It wasn't even a fucking aquarium. Like, it was, it was such, it was, it was, it was a fucking blow. It was a blow. It was a letdown. It, all, it was like a rehabilitation center. It was like a hospital, basically. Like, it, there was some cool shit. Like, the dolphin area, that, that was cool. Like, you got pretty close to the dolphins. Sure. And the tank was fucking massive. Like, it was a big ass tank. You could see all the fucking dolphins swimming. Like, it was cool. See, I've only ever but, seen dolphins in the wild. I've never seen them like at a zoo or something. Yeah, it, it was cool, but the rest of it, like they had turtles, otters. They had like one shark. I'm like, where's Ooh. the? I'm like, where the fuck is the aquarium? Where's all the fish? Like, where's the shit? You paid thirty five dollars like, for this. Yeah, that's probably more than it costs to go to the zoo. Literally, I'm like, what is this? And like, you saw like the operation room, then you saw the tanks. With, and you couldn't even see the turtles because they had some fucking disease. And they're, in their, <laughs> they're, in, they're in the tanks and they're not see-through. They're just big PVC tanks. You can't even see. You can see like their heads poking out. I'm like, really? They had like a couple turtles out on like, in like one of their normal pools or whatever. And they had one section where you can feel stingrays. But other than that, dude, like there were like no fish. Like there was like nothing there. It sounds like it's probably worth like. Ten dollars, literally. And then we went on this fucking pirate ship. Oh boy, dude! 